0: Welcome to BSR, where we get our friends to talk about stuff we couldn't get other people in our lives to chat with us about. This time at the Reactor, we're finishing our chat about Mirror Mask, the 2005 not-quite-puppet movie from Jim Henson Studios. Make sure to listen to part 1 and the warm-up so this makes as much sense as possible. Then again, this one's super trippy, maybe it'll make less sense. Either way, listen to the other parts sometime. As always, we use profanity and spoilers in our discussions, so if you're not into either of those things, tap stop before the music ends. And thanks for listening. We appreciate you. So she gets to the dream world and it's kind of janky at first. She's going down the hallway
1: and then it opens up. Everything in the dream world is a little darker, a little, Uh the colors are washed out. Sepia tone. Uh, Not exactly, but it's that kind of vibe. Paper themed, I guess. Yeah.
0: And then she comes out and she's these three performers, which according to the DVD commentary, was just some people Dave McKean found at the farmer's market.
1: So.
0: And one of them could play a violin. <laughs> yes, yes, he could. Um or, <laughs> so you have a juggler, you have a fiddler, and you have Valentine. What was he doing? Valentine. He was also juggling. Yeah. He they was, was they rehearsing. Yeah, he was juggling, yeah. Uh-huh. They yeah. were
2: rehearsing for some big... Things they're doing mm-hmm. and they're all wearing masks.
0: And then the juggler starts throwing balls at the shadow creature that's coming and the shadow creature eats the juggler and the fiddler. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: they actually the fiddler's not with them. I don't think they're just making him play music for some reason. Like he doesn't oh. want to. Oh, okay. <laughs> just keep making him play music. Uh, Valentine's a little bit of a fast talking con man type. Uh-huh. He kind of presses people into doing stuff he wants doing. But, you know, as soon as the shadow creature murder starts, he's just like, we got to get the fuck out of here. Right. And just yeah. Grabs this girl and runs. Right. Uh-huh.
0: They go to this other room that's kind of off the thing and they're like, throw it a book. Oh, wait.
1: The Sphinxes show up, right? Well, I think there's a difference between the cats and the Sphinxes. Oh, okay. Uh, there are cats you can distract with books and Sphinxes you distract with riddles. So the cat and how, how would you describe this um, cat body weird people
0: it's face. like roughly cat the first one was a
3: sphinx no nope.
1: nope. no the sphinx no, is first the one was a
3: cat no it was a sphinx i remember guys i oh. watched it this morning <laughs> so it lying. was a sphinx so, and was. he was like throw it a book and she's like uh <laughs> and he's finished. like just throw it a fucking book it doesn't matter what book and then he It's not it to gonna him. read it yeah it's yeah. not gonna read it and then he tried to eat it uh-huh and the first one was a sphinx and then she ran into cats later they also ate books though they're thematically similar this is true yeah but the first one was a Sphinx because Valentine said it was. We'll just yeah. consider them interchangeable. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. You
2: could say sky is blue and I wonder.
1: I'm going to say I also well, watched in this. Well,
3: in this movie, the sky was like orange. So. It's like sepia.
1: <laughs> I also watched this this morning, but for me, it was, I, I live on a daytime schedule and this was
3: like five in the morning, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just because I started watching it at 11 doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So yeah, the okay. the the,
0: <laughs> the books to get out of this place. So apparently, in this magical fantasy world, if you insult a book enough, it'll migrate back to the main library.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he has her pick up some really big books and they tell the books they suck and throw them out into the open air and step on them. Yeah, and, and they slowly fly back to the so library. One of the best
2: books would be to take all quiet on the western front.
1: <laughs> and do you think the, or, there's uh, any that ego to Atlas, them? Like we're in peace because a particularly overrated book gonna have a more fragile ego or <laughs>
0: do you think the jim davis garfield omnibus is just gonna be like yeah i know yeah i know <laughs>
1: whereas like the, as whereas like the scott adams dilbert collection is gonna be like the fuck you say <laughs> it comes I'm at you of, i'm yeah. thinking
3: of throwing that garfield book down it just hits the ground and goes oh, must be a monday. <laughs> a monday it just purrs and wants you to do it again <laughs> and i was like where's my lasagna john <laughs> Fuck <laughs> out of you. <laughs> awful. <laughs> God damn it! So we transit to the
1: library. Mm-hmm. Is it the? Did yeah. they? They didn't make it to the library. Not yet. No. So no, uh, they're at
3: the city. The the bridge and leading into the city. Right. Yeah.
1: They get you know to solid ground again somewhere because there are places where the streets are just missing and it's just a pit mm-hmm. for some reason. I don't. Some yeah, Really explore. that it really happens again. <laughs> just when they're flying on books,
0: they touch down. There is a spider monster with an eyeball that's watching them. Mm-hmm. And that spider monster reports back to the dark queen, which we see in kind of like a B scene, mm-hmm. which makes me wonder what perspective this movie is written from. But whatever. Yeah, I'm going to well, assume I mean, it's the, all the dream. Yeah, the, the, the dark
1: queen is also her mother. Yeah. In appearance anyway. Uh huh. Valentine. It's at a lot this of point, doubling up roles. <laughs>
0: yeah. Because she's basically replacing the characters in this with characters from her real life, just like Wizard of Oz. Yeah. And so, you were there. And
2: you <laughs> were there. Yeah. I'm glad you weren't there. <laughs>
0: valentine starts talking about the troop that he just lost and was like oh yeah fiddle players are a dime a dozen but finding a good juggler oh my god that's, that's so hard just i'll patently- never remembered him he was my best friend and then immediately forgets him
1: yeah doesn't know his name or anything right but he just kind of patently ignores her when she's like mm-hmm. i can juggle
0: <laughs> he's like, sure you can. Yeah.
1: So he starts juggling and she forcibly takes the things from him and starts juggling with him. And finally he's like, oh my God, you what? can juggle? <laughs> oh, thank God. He's like, I yeah. told you. I told you I could juggle. motherfucker." Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, he's kind of like, my act is saved. Well, I'm here to but, uh, find uh, a way home. Somewhere care. during this conversation, she's trying to talk to people about why they're all on the bridge leaving town. Uh-huh. And uh, the shadows are taking town over. Mm-hmm. And they just, they, somebody's whole house was swallowed up.
0: Yeah. And it's like this ooze tentacle situation that's taking over the yeah, town
1: it's gross mm-hmm. real actual nasty looking um <laughs> somewhere in the well. middle of this yes, uh cancer. the popo arrives
0: it's like a centipede monster it was like look where you're going missy because yeah, she like looks you're, like, like, like you're, a you're
1: going right back to the palace missy kind of, yeah whatever and then they like lock arms and carry her back kind of make like a weird carrying cage uh-huh. centipede shenanigans no yeah. they carry her to go see the like the chancellor or some shit I don't uh-huh. know. yeah the prime minister
0: the king or whatever ruler of the area, which is her dad in a mask. And the dad is evaluating things that are being brought to him. And he's looking for quote, the charm. <laughs>
1: yeah. Hmm. So somebody's brought a chicken and some half a brick, half a brick. Yeah. You know? <laughs> he was like, that's he's, not he's the being charm. very weirdly kindly about it. Like, uh-huh. you know, somebody puts a half brick up there and he's just like, well, that's not a charm though. Really. Is, is it half a brick? It looks, it mm-hmm. looks a lot like half a brick. Like, no, it doesn't like, is it just half a brick? He's like, yeah. like, yeah, okay, yeah, <laughs> all right, buddy. Mm-hmm. I do like that the guy that put the chicken up, and was like, this is just a chicken, and the, and the chicken like, leans I up like that's what you. I've been trying to tell him. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's a really good classic vaudeville bit right there. <laughs> yeah, but eventually we have to now anou- you know evaluate this girl. Like we brought the princess. Uh huh. He's like, oh, thank God, now you can give back what you took. Yeah. So they're kind of like subtly so, trying to get the yeah. plot in here. And, you know, he actually pretty quickly comes around to the, the, wait a minute, you look a lot like the princess, but you're not the princess, uh-huh. are you? It's and like, thank God.
0: Yeah. And then she starts asking, like, what is the charm you're looking for? And he's like, I don't know.
1: Yeah. like yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it looks like. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I'll know it when I see it. Right. And then it, he even
0: doubts himself. And it was like, maybe it was the chicken. <laughs> Yeah.
1: But, you know, he kind of gives her the short synopsis of like, this is the city of light. There's also a city of shadow. And Mm then, you know, there's some charm that can, you know, the the queen has, the light, the queen of light is asleep Mm -hmm. and we cannot wake her. And, yep, because we need whatever the charm is.
0: Yeah. The princess from the dark place showed up and they had a a banquet and they threw a party and all that sort of stuff. They were like,
1: yay, a visitor. And then she, and then she she fucks off
0: with whatever the charm is
1: and, yeah, plunges everyone into dark. Now the balance is broken and, her mom's a huge bitch and ruining everything mm-hmm. and we'll, we'll come back restaurant. to her
2: later so now black tentacles around yeah to do some hentai type stuff to people
1: uh-huh. probably yeah, yeah. this so, is a teenage coming of age thing there's <laughs> least a little bit of uncomfortable yeah, sexual did. nonsense
0: yeah so helena volunteers to find it yep. with valentine as her manager i guess
1: yeah her tag uh, along yeah so the first thing they decide is they need information that you get information at the library dun, dun, dun. the librarian also has that very pieces of rock stuck together mm-hmm. in the shape of a roughly humanoid thing with a weird projected mouth yep <laughs> going on. And uh, worth noting that the librarian is in fact Stephen Fry. Uh huh. Yep, he wasn't credited in this for some reason, but uh-huh. he's uh-huh. definitely the librarian. Yeah. I'm not going to mistake that voice anywhere. Oh so. uh, no, no. But Stephen Fry is very much known for being a bit dickish, and also loves to explain things to people who want to learn them. <laughs> so, uh, and you know, being an absolute tear up when you put him around Hugh Laurie, just a bit, a bit of Fry, a bit, Laurie. a bit of Fry Laurie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, after they find out where to get information and take their butterfly nets to go catch flying paperbacks, mm-hmm. they wind up catching the history of everything. Yeah, where we get even more uh, backstory. Just a little thing uh, when they're flying off the shelves. The history of everything is right next to a book called Muppets in Space. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I really liked. I like mm-hmm. that being there. Good old Henson Productions. Mm-hmm. And then the very useful book perches on Helena's head. Yeah, well, it perches on her head. After she catches the history of everything, it flies away. Uh-huh. But the librarian just grabs it out of the air and starts reading it and kind of explains the history of how these things could like they have a creator myth that is the <laughs>
0: the girl sketched a whole bunch
1: well it's yeah it's like the cliff's notes for people who aren't paying attention to the themes of the movie they're like hey viewers this girl sketched a lot of things and then fell asleep and dreamed this into being that's uh-huh. this is her dream just yep. FYI
0: and then she ran out of space so she flipped the paper and made the dark world yeah it's like head, this, head, this head is head. like
1: the, the stuff on the white side of the paper and then the back side of the paper is the shadow stuff <laughs> just so everybody knows that's what's going on here in this this movie. is
0: Katana don't get stabbed by her <laughs> no, God, <laughs> no. steel please
1: please God. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well have said that. Uh, it's not even as cool as don't get stabbed. As I do not recommend getting killed by her. <laughs> Jesus the Christ. movie got
0: a sequel. Um, so as she's Ugh. doing this, Helena looks out the window and I think she sees herself sleeping in her bedroom, right? Yeah. Also establishing, hey, look, we're in the dream
2: in the wall.
0: Yeah. Like see, most of the windows, the she wall. can see <laughs> yeah. her own
1: bedroom because she's uh-huh. in the drawings on the walls of the bedroom. Right.
2: And this is when she looks into the window mirror and she sees her doppelganger on her side.
1: Yeah.
0: Eventually, when she starts looking to the windows, it, it shifts from seeing her in her bedroom, not seeing her in her bedroom. Like, and she's like, that's kind of weird.
1: I expect like, I should
0: be still sleeping.
1: <laughs> right. Because at first she's just assuming, oh, I'm there asleep because. I'm dreaming. Right. Yeah. But we move on from the library to like, she receives the very useful book, which Mm -hmm. tells her, remember what her mother told her. And then also to look, I think it's like beneath the queen's symbol or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, beneath the sun because she's the queen of light and it just kind of a shimmer in the distance generally directs her to where she needs to go. And that leads her to her second window encounter and some,
0: yeah, some other shenanigans like that. I think the next scene that comes up is the actual Sphinx shows up and asks them for a riddle before they get in to the the floating giants
1: is that before or after the lady with all the
2: cats? Uh, the the think, cats is later. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The thing is for a riddle. Then they go off and do that stuff. And then when he comes yeah. back, he's like, tell me. Well, like she tell she me knows answer. she's
1: on the right track. And like, they eventually get to the gate out of town mm-hmm. and Valentine just sits down. It's like, well, I'm not going out there bad, but there's a Sphinx that won't let her pass without answering a riddle, and uh-huh. you she, know, like a
0: callback to the yeah. riddle of the Sphinx, which is a whole literary. And she thing. absolutely
1: bullshits the riddle.
0: Like, it's, yeah, it was like know, what walks on four legs in the morning morning two legs in the afternoon and three at night yeah which is a reference to greek myth or something yeah, it's, I don't know. google it i mean it's, it's
1: like the lifetime of a man that like you start out crawling you learn to walk and then you have a cane in your old age
0: mm-hmm.
1: he's oedipus rex
0: anyway it's, something like that. it's yeah. a
1: whole dumb thing but she just she says william the dog yeah, yeah william the dog he's on four legs in the morning and then he performs in the afternoon so he, he's up on two legs and then three legs in the evening because he hurt his paw and he was limping Mm -hmm. Like it's just, he has to accept that, I guess. Okay. All he's right, just sure. like, oh, I guess that's true. Then she asks him a riddle, which is absolute complete <laughs> What's bullshit.
0: Green hangs on a wall and whistles. Yeah. 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 And he's and just like, he's I, like, I, I I like, know, like, I don't well, know. Like, well, you I give you, up.
1: you take a good long think and I'm going to go like, yep. <laughs> and then, <laughs> uh, Valentine, like cuckoo clock or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Va- Valentine rolls up. Yeah. Well, Valentine's not going to leave until the shadows start catching up to him. He's like, well, fuck I'm out. Yeah. So he gets to the Sphinx and starts it on a riddle uh-huh. and just, he doesn't get past it in the youth think for a minute, he's literally just says, look an idiot. And when the Sphinx looks away, he just runs. (laughs) Right. Yeah. He kind of bum rushes. Yeah.
0: The question is like, do you give up? And it was like, okay, fine, whatever. so yeah at that point they get to the hugging giants which there's a bunch of staircases and these two like one is floating up one is holding i mean them I, down.
1: I guess at the like first visual blush they're just sort of wrapped around each other in the air mm-hmm. but yeah that's what's happening there is one of them is moving up one of them is moving down and they're holding each other in place
0: right yeah and it's sort of this codependency
1: mm-hmm. to keep themselves stable they have to yeah elevate slash they absolutely beat zootopia to the punch on yep. slow talking thing that people are trying to finish its sentences for it to hurry it along and that's just not happening mm-hmm. um, yeah, I To say they may be cribbing some Tolkien that's okay
0: <laughs> yeah so they're trying to get this thing out which is basically just a MacGuffin to keep the plot moving But yeah like but the, she <laughs> asks the giants
1: like if they yeah. if they know what she's looking for what's talking about and they uh-huh. sort of do but they speak very slowly and they have some kind of box to give her but mm-hmm. the process takes long enough that shadows appear and start attacking the giants yep. and Valentine's like
0: polite conversation or death polite conversation or death <laughs>
1: Yeah. She gets the little box and they run for their lives. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And this is like, you're looking for the mirror mask, whatever the fuck that is. Yeah. Oh, Because right, the little old lady has a mask shop. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yep. So they get back into town and the Sphinx is just like, "What? what's the answer though? What's the answer? And like, mm-hmm. it's a herring. Like, but you paint it green and nail it to the wall. And she <laughs> said it whistles just to make it harder. Like, yeah. So not be too obvious. obvious. Like that's yeah. for whatever reason, the Sphinx accepts this because it's dumb. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but yeah, then they need information on mirror masks, so they go to a mask shop, which yeah. is run by Ask an Expert, right? I think it's supposed to be her grandmother and right. a mask, but she's a crazy cat lady, kind of.
1: But it's the Sphinxes, just Sphinxes, sort of which, which we've established around. eat people at this point. <laughs> They just hang out and chill like they're Mm -hmm. polite. This is like neutral territory. They don't start any shit here. And
0: then when she's in the bathroom washing her hands because the old lady's like hygiene's important. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. There's like a cat hiding in the toilet. Gives her the stupid grin. (laughs) and She sees through like the mirror on the wall, her arguing with her
1: dad. So like a little piece. And she's also gotten very punk rock now. Yeah.
0: She's going kind of like early 2000s goth. She's going goth. I would say Yeah,
1: she's going very rebellious
0: teenager. It's not like the modern goth girlfriend trope. No. Meh. Meh. Not enough for you.
2: Yeah. You're not done with it. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta be done with it. Mm, (laughs) Jinkies. You know what I'm saying?
0: Jinkies indeed.
2: (laughs) Oh well, yeah
1: sphinxes
0: uh, <laughs> i don't know where we're going with that at all Me either yeah so like a bunch of other crazy stuff happens the sphinxes the very useful book is like don't let them see you're afraid so they escape after the old lady it basically doesn't tell them anything at all and it's kind of creepy
1: actually Yeah, there's a moment there where, like, oh, my God, they're going to get eaten. Her grandma was kind of creepy, too. Yeah, she looks kind of like a Muppet. She also had, like, weird implications. Like, maybe it would be better if your mother died. I don't know. She's pretty... yeah she's only in a couple scenes but she's like she appears to have ulterior motives that never come to anything
0: mm-hmm. yeah so they tear out pages of the very useful book because the very useful book is just, well, my it, pages are super sticky yeah, it's so like the pages the in the
1: back are sticky so it sticks their mouths shut so they don't eat of them right you know,
0: yeah right? so they throw a bunch of pages and then run off yeah and then they're trying to find the tallest place in town because that's what the giants told them to do yeah Go up as high as possible. And then they go up there and they fall through the top of this tower thing
1: and they meet the Bobs and Malcolm. The Bobs and Malcolm are an interesting group. <laughs> While well, she's, you know, establishing a connection of some kind with the Bobs and Malcolm, which are they're like bird
0: gorillas with yeah. removable mm-hmm. mouths.
1: Yeah, there's something. Yeah, it was like bird disturbing. gorilla mannequins. I don't, it's, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it there's disturbing. a lot going on there. That, yeah, a whole lot going on. Like birds in the very simplistic art sense that Pingu is a bird. <laughs> yeah. And while they're having this conversation about whether or not these things are friend or foe, the shadow creatures catch up
0: mm-hmm. and then slap them in the and face.
1: So- mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And so, like, the Bobs and Malcolm immediately hulk the fuck out on shadow things like they're they're Mm -hmm. not having it right like ripping them off their faces and throwing them down and Mm -hmm. they sweep this girl up and run off with her one of them grabs a hold of valentine at some point Mm -hmm. they have like underarm sails of like a flying squirrel squirrel kind of situation and if
0: this sounds absolutely batshit crazy to the people listening that haven't seen this movie uh, it it is well if it sounds batshit crazy at this
1: moment understand that we're about to go into a like high energy fight chase scene through building scaffold uh-huh. new like construction scaffolding kind of? or some yeah. shit yeah like it, it gets pretty bananas for a second yeah
0: there. with this like jungle beat playing yeah
1: like it's just a real frantic the bobs and malcolm are like passing the humans between them as they try to evade and you know all but two of them go down they, uh-huh. those two sail away with helena and valentine yeah, and, yeah like
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> Do you want to go through the rest of the plot? Like,
1: yeah, I mean, the like, rest of the plot doesn't kind really of... make
0: sense unless it's in context, and it's really about the just like the dreamscape that's going on, yeah.
1: And like, you get to the evil queen catches up to her, right? And yeah. gets a hold
0: of because Valentine betrayed her yeah. because he they're gonna get caught anyway, he's in it
1: for money, right? Yeah, so he gets a little bit
0: basically, he does a hoggle,
1: yeah, <laughs> but he also cashes out and then immediately takes the key back to where they found keyholes, uh-huh. and he like continues the quest, even yeah. though he pretended he was done with her uh-huh. and like brings her back the he finds instead of the mirror mask he finds a letter from the shadow the, princess the
0: princess it's just like i fucked off to the yeah, real it's world like
1: i stole the mask and i used it to leave this world fuck right. you mom
0: uh-huh. Yeah, mom. So the queen, who is the mother, is
1: basically like the shadow self for you know her yeah. mother. And it's all the things that she doesn't like about her mom that she's right. controlling, controlling and demands. Wants me to wear the
0: dresses and all yeah, that teach she stuff. like a kid.
1: Like okay. basically treats her like she needs to conform to this mold and do what she's told. Right. And you you need a pretty
0: frock and a smile, and you'll be all right.
1: Yeah. Cue the creepy puppet scene. Well, I don't know about you're <laughs> not even puppet, really. Like the jack
0: and the, the Freaking.
1: Automaton things Uh caress and dress her, and she resists that at first. So they drug her into it. Yeah, uh, the whole thing is real fucked up. uh, It's mm -hmm. a a pretty if haunting song for it. It, Yeah, it really is. But Um, this is this is find this scene on
0: YouTube if anything.
1: Yeah, this is the close to you. Yeah. Rendition mm-hmm. that I was talking about when we started this conversation. Yeah. Well, it's
0: well, hauntingly beautiful.
2: Well, at least she gets some nice hair afterwards. It's true.
0: Yeah. Um good updo, I guess. Yeah, I don't know about that. Real <laughs> I don't know. Again, real Molgoth. Real, real yeah. bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. <laughs> if you're into that kind of thing. Yeah. But also, you realize at this point, the queen realizes that Helena is not
1: her daughter. But she insists over and over that it is right because. But she, she knows, yeah. right? It was and like, like you're they close have, enough. They have that conversation a couple times that, like, you know, I'm not your daughter, and that's what's wrong. Uh-huh. That's why everything is falling apart. Is she's gone, and you know that, and you're just letting it happen. Mm-hmm.
2: She's like, yeah, good enough.
1: Yeah, <laughs> she's like, no, we're gonna fix this. Shut up. You're my little girl. Go to your room. Like, right, yeah. And then she goes there, and she meets
0: Valentine after this who's like come back to save her or whatever yeah but she's like stuck in this trance but what right. gets her out of the trance juggling, juggling right yeah so he whips out his balls and they start playing and <laughs> worth it <laughs> the juggling
1: breaks the spell the feel of his balls uh brings her out of it bouncing back it's, and forth it's rhythmically. very it's very familiar to her yeah um um <laughs> So, you know, they book it to mm-hmm. go get the mirror mask. They're trying to find it. They go to her room because her bedroom is where she would hide something. So yep. the princess must have hidden it. You know, like they go through that whole thing to try to find the mirror mask and then fuck off.
0: Right. So they find the mask eventually. Mm-hmm. And then she grabs it. And it was like, oh, I need to get to a window because if then, I can get to a window, then I can swap yeah. places again and everything will be back to normal. But the princess is is onto it. So they're like running away from the castle as they can. And there's the princess this weird scene where Valentine eats the future fruit. I, yeah, they
1: find somebody who tends the future fruit. It's like people eat the fruit, go into the future, and then come back and like bring advice or wisdom uh-huh, yeah. with them. <sighs> Valentine just like picks the fruit. Like she's talking about how it takes 30 years to mature. 300 years. Oh, I'm sorry, 300 yeah. years. And he just like an asshole just picks it and starts eating it while they're uh-huh. having that conversation.
0: Yep. And then he sees the future where he like at the last second, he stole the mirror and jumped into yeah, the it's real like world. Yeah,
1: everything's just being destroyed around them. And she's like, please give me the mask. And he's like fuck that puts it on and leaves Uh uh-huh yeah and then has like a fast-forward rendition of his life in the real world where he's a waiter and it sucks
0: and then he comes back to fact to reality like I don't want to be a waiter waiter." which I feel like everyone in food service is just like really really Look, he couldn't hack it.
1: Right, yeah. It's good that he knows that about himself. Mm -hmm. So they run, and the princess is tearing all the stuff off. Because the princess understands what's happening. She's trying to destroy the, the pictures before, and she's seen elena in the windows right and so, the pictures sometimes mm-hmm. so she knows and
2: she wants to stay in the real world because she's like i'm free here uh-huh yeah right.
1: except she's still a miserable asshole so right. i don't know yeah. why mm-hmm. she's like no i like it here but like all she does is fight with people and yeah. cause did problems take,
2: did she take the grandma money or i don't know i don't think she definitely that.
0: banged it dude yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah well if is just like don't do that you're horrible he's, he's horrible, horrible. <laughs>
2: Like she walked out of the room, looked at the grandmother, went, and then picks something up. Was that like keys or like money? I don't, I don't remember. Could that. have been
0: pills, I mean, yeah, yeah maybe.
1: Cause well I don't know because Grandma just looked at her like nah, whatever uh-huh. she uh, she got real into drugs for a bit there and twenty seconds or whatever smokes all the time and mm-hmm. yeah
0: at this point they're surrounded by shadows and there's like Valentine we need your tower and he's he like... He's
1: claiming to be a very important man who has a tower uh-huh for so the whole thing but like the tower ta- he doesn't go to the tower because they had a fight uh-huh and, and he
0: won't say he's sorry because there's been a couple times reasons.
1: or like when he came back to see her at the palace they'd be like tried to say sorry it was like what if i said i was uh, what if i something said apologetic. something apologetic yeah. yeah like just he can't do it uh-huh. but he's shining a light off of the mirror mask to beak it into the sky this was always our signal like you may have to apologize you may mm-hmm. have to actually say you're sorry after right. this because sometimes you just have to so like while death is bearing down on them from all angles I guess we also skipped over briefly. She had a fight with the evil queen about why can't you just treat your daughter like a human being? <laughs> yeah. And she was like, you mean let her make her own choices and pick her clothes? And it's like, absolutely not. Yeah, man. no, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> and like her relationship with her mother is
0: both ends. One mother is like a way sleeping, the good mother. And the other one is very controlling. So there's sort of that dichotomy going on. Yeah. Also there's a reference in there. The Valentine is like her counterpart in a way but, like, to use Jungian phrases, anima and animus, like the battle within her about yeah. which side. But anyway, that's. But he's kind of a coward region, that yeah. wants
1: to run away, but is also right. how she learns she's not really ready for the real world, which is something her mother tells her about. Right, yeah. She's used to the bizarre circus thing. And mm-hmm. Ordinary life is actually overwhelming. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, at this point, the tower comes down yeah, he and says he's sorry. Up. Yeah. The tower says sorry. Yeah. Them. Which is kind of a fucked up thing because they would have died if he hadn't. <laughs> so, like. Yeah tower is kind of being a dick right now but whatever
1: yeah i mean the the dude just won't say sorry to save literally to save his own life you know that's just Mm -hmm. he's got to get over that right
0: right yeah and then because the evil princess has ripped all the stuff on the wall she's like i can't get a, a match to light to burn it i'm just gonna throw it off this brutalist building as yeah.
1: metaphorical rain and whatnot it's like, like she she crumples up the last thing before helen i can get the mirror mask Ryan's on. and was like oh we lost so oh no she's, the she's all is lost forever. moment yeah <laughs> And then somehow Helena gets in the window on the physical door.
0: Yeah, because she can possess anything that she drew. In that scene where she was on the roof when drawing. She was drawing all over She the, yeah. drew a mirror on the back of the door. So like finally she
1: yep. swaps places and it's back to things. She wakes up on the balcony and her dad's like freaking out because she fell asleep out here drawing or something. Uh-huh. And then you
0: realize it hasn't been a long time. Maybe yeah. the goth thing didn't actually happen. Yeah. Like her
1: face... I mean, phase- a
2: big dream.
1: Yeah. And it's just like where she would have gone if she'd kept pushing away, whatever, that kind of thing.
0: Sure. Yeah. And then her dad finds her. They get a call. The mother is going to be okay. The
1: the surgery got all of it, which we're assuming is cancer. Right. She's
0: okay. We know that that's not how that works,
1: (laughs) but whatever. Let's, let's just hope for the best here. I mean, it's better than great news. It metastasized. You know, (laughs) know who's cool and an orphan,
2: Bruce (laughs) Wayne. (laughs) Oh, Bruce! You no, know I did yesterday. I took my parents and we went through the park and we had a nice day. And then we went down an alley, mm-hmm. a bright alley with lights. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I I just saw the bat show and yeah. it didn't scare me at all.
2: Yeah, and and since we're rich, we actually went out the front door where all the cabin stuff are at.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> what the well lighted cab part? Yeah, yeah. And there's a great all the
1: police. There's a great little comic thing that's like. Clark Kent is late because he ran to go save someone else on the way home for dinner. And, you know, Ma Kent is like, I bet Batman never does this to his parents. And then Clark's just like tears in his eyes rolling up because he's <laughs> yeah. like,
3: Batman doesn't have parents. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> oh yeah.
0: So yeah, that, that's pretty much the end of the movie. Yeah. Her mother is fine and they race through the circus and everyone's cool. And, and the shadow like,
1: world gets sucked back into the shadow world. And yeah. And she's like happy to go out and juggle for the crowd now because she uh-huh. has what, perspective. Yeah. She has perspective on it and yeah. she, she realized how much she would miss everything and she has it back now.
2: And then her mom isn't dead. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then, a guy who looks suspiciously like Valentine was in the mm-hmm. real world asks about joining the circus and you know gets all the requirements out of her mom and right yeah he stops to talk to her about it because she's out front juggling
0: mm-hmm. but she's in this movie is supposed to be like fifteen though right and that man looks like I twenty something I don't really <laughs> I understand about really ages
1: because like the actress just looks much younger than she yeah. is oh yeah she's actually like twenty two or something oh yeah but, it yeah crazy about. <laughs> right yeah. Congrats, um, Pat. You're not a criminal.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Surprise, I guess. But yeah, like also the uh, the guy that played Valentine was a character in Titanic. Like you play Jack's friend on the boat. Yeah, mm-hmm. I looked it up. Um,
1: <laughs> I don't remember a lot about Titanic other than uh, I had to play. My heart will go on on a tuba several times in high school. And I'm very upset about it. <laughs> That's amazing. I, I don't remember
2: about is me laughing when Jack went under that water. But I'm um, tisk. <laughs> He went. Oh, this is how Bruce Wayne's parents feel. Oh, what uh, we bon, 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 bon. bon.
1: got against the good Waynes today? freaking <laughs> <That, laughs> back that yeah, uh, the fan,
2: that's a phantasm <clears throat> thing.
1: Yeah.
0: Again, I like this movie. It doesn't seem like a lot of sense. I, I feel like I'm going to end up kind of abbreviating. <laughs> Turns out the guy but...
1: Valentine plays Valentine is in a lot of Call of Duty games. Really? Ooh, Voice wild. acting? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And like I said before, this is a conversation that Neil Gaiman is having with himself about what he talks about in a bunch of his other books. Yeah. So when she's talking to her shadow self, this isn't how like psychoanalysis would analyze this but i would say like you guys all know the id ego
1: super ego thing right yeah super ego and id you mean uh, advice? yeah you mean that whole theory by Sigmund Freud?
0: Yes. Yeah. So Freud kicked off psychoanalysis, but Jung was a
1: contemporary and had other ideas about it. But anywho, Freud really, really <laughs> desperately needed to fuck his mom. And that was a him problem. <laughs> it he seems wanted like to make an everyone yeah. problem. He stretched some metaphors there. That man wrote several papers about it's not just me, though. It's it, not right? just yeah. me. That, you want to fuck your mom. Shut up. Isn't that yeah. kind
2: of like those people who like in high school stuff used to call everyone else gay when they really were? Yeah. Kinda, yeah. 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 Pretty yeah. much. But like Freud was
0: nuts. It has nothing to do with modern day psychology or therapeutic movements that happen now. I just, I just feel like I, sh- I should say that, that Freud is more of a he, <laughs> philosopher, he, let's say, like he, than he, a he scientist. Started
2: it, he started it and then everyone said, yeah, that's stupid. And what, you know,
0: the art movements, yeah. like literary criticism is also a big thing. And when you work it into scripts, it's a thing that has to be talked about because the authors of those scripts were using that as a template for their characters. So with things like Jung, who was trying to talk about archetypes and all these things like icons that would show up in a bunch of narratives over history. It'd be like, it's like a trickster character or like the shadow or whatever else. He's using that as a placeholder and then he would flesh out the characters. Mm -hmm. And if you've read books like American Gods that Neil Gaiman wrote, he doesn't really invest specifically into characters. He puts in a placeholder for that character and kind of fleshes out around it afterwards. But in, in this, the shadow self... Is what you would think of as the things that you want to do but wouldn't do. That's the so super
2: ego, right? In
0: this case, it's the shadow. The super ego is the thing that wants to follow all of society's rules. Oh, okay. Like your conception of that.
2: Maybe the id. And the yeah, the, the id, Id okay, is like, a, is like, a, like your unrestrained
0: like, desire. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like just they want to eat
1: fuck, and all that jazz, right? Yeah. You know, they. then your ego would be the higher reasoning, and
0: well, the the ego tries to find a balance in between those two things to make it socially acceptable, I'm like to be off. Tech- Authentic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. They wants to be a, the authentic self that, which is a balance between those things and people that are ba- more characters, I should say that are more pressed towards the shadow self or the superego. They want too much law and order in their life or they want too much
1: chaos in their life. And you can probably think of characters that are like that in fiction. But when I you, prefer the D and D alignment chart, <laughs>
0: also a thing like that, that's kind of a, an offshoot of personality psychology in the most vague sense.
1: I will throw anything with a Briggs Meyer on it in the trash, though.
0: Yeah, that's sample group was not great on that. So when she's talking about her shadow self, it's her dark doppelganger or whatever. Mm. It's what she would assume that if she didn't follow anything that her mother was saying, like when against her parents was the bad girl or whatever that's what she would act like. It's her assumption about her role and going against her role. As Helena is like, well, don't do that. That's bad. That's horrible or whatever. But she's really talking about herself. Like you can also wrote a bunch of stuff about mirrors. There's a book he wrote that's called psychology and alchemy that kind of like goes more deep into this. But most people don't think about when you're looking into a mirror, you're saying, that's me, that's me in the mirror. But if someone draws a picture of you, you can have some like inner subjectivity of it. Like, I don't actually look like that, but people are more willing to accept that the mirror is reflecting what they actually look like it's like a social thing so that we can all look in and see the same picture being reflected back into the mirror
2: yeah but, it's like me being in the corner is
0: it though in the yeah and I, I feel like that's what neil gaiman is trying to say is like he's we're using this mirror to, to look REM at me. ourselves <laughs> yeah. what's
1: that He just tried to rem us <laughs> rem what's that you said you look in the mirror
2: oh i, I mean got it. in the corner
1: <laughs> <Spotlight>.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah kind of i imagine he's referencing the same Which thing, Which religion right? are you losing? Well, in this case, there's no religion mentioned at all. Religion of my pants.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, Please don't lose your pants right God now. God damn it. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Isaac. No, you're fine. You're making a good point. You
0: no, know, no, it's fine.
1: Good. I mean, this is one of the shower thoughts we'll come back what? to later Look, eventually. Like, Look, man, I don't want this to be a taken-off-pants thing because mm-hmm. Isaac's going to make us feel bad. I know. <laughs> No, no, like did you guys ever think about when you look into the mirror like that is me? No, my brain wholeheartedly rejects that. You reject that? My uh, my mental image has frozen at twenty three. Because like mirrors being readily accessible to people, like that wasn't a thing, right? No, my brain has not updated my conception of self for 13 years. Oh, okay. So you still think of <laughs>
2: yourself as a 13-year-old. I still like, like to think of myself as how I felt, like you said, when I was like 21. Uh-huh. But then yeah. I look in the mirror, and I'm like, oh, my God, there's a fat piece of crap in there.
1: Yeah, <laughs> almost exact thoughts.
0: If like, you're like, this oh, my pastures. God, where did
1: my youth go? Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, I had hair. (laughs) You did have hair. I had hair back in the day. Right. So long. Okay, Pat, do you know how much this hurts though? Look how far it's gone. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Look how far that hairline goes when it's not laying down.
2: (laughs) I remember I was thinking about something. The one good thing about not having hair was that I haven't had a haircut in almost 15 years.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I've had a haircut in like five. Yeah. Yeah, dead on efficient. Just don't give a shit about what your hair looks like, and it's really easy to not have haircut. I mean, I don't
0: really consider myself that vain, but still there's some days I look into the mirror and I'm like, oh God, you should sleep If sometime. I need my
1: hair to look okay, I put it up.
2: <laughs> 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 well, it all depends. Am I trying to get a side chick or I'm just trying to I'm joking. I, I, yeah. I'm too lazy to do get a side mm-hmm. chick. Yeah. Just like
1: just work convince ahead. your wife to play wingman. Good idea.
0: Or you could be like, hey, put this hat on. I'm gonna call you
2: Ambler or something. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
0: the uh, worst name uh, in the
2: world uh, call, call call her uh, old Steven Spielberg production company <laughs>
1: amblin amblin yeah hey you're et e.
0: today <laughs> just play along
2: you <laughs> your et your poltergeist here you. the,
0: rub, rub this glow stick on your finger
2: <laughs> <laughs> here sit in front of that tv and just look at it
0: i don't even know how we got here in the conversation uh, anyway yeah, young yeah. And
2: shadow self or
0: something right oh, i don't yeah. know if if anyone gives a fuck about this they can google it i don't know <laughs> like so this is what happens when you get, like, a liberal arts education that no one gives a fuck about. You're like, hey, these yeah. concepts no one gives a shit about it anymore. Who wants parade candy? And everyone just runs from
2: you. <laughs> yeah, it's really nice to say this and then you think about it. All right, let me go back to McDonald's now, now that I got my... Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, so, my uh, you know, we have a, a, a young woman having an identity crisis uh-huh. it's coming to some crossroads of the self and but she makes no strides
0: towards maturity though
1: oh absolutely not
0: in this like there's no she just sort of that.
1: makes peace with her situation and moves on yeah she just realizes that she needs to pay she attention she has embraced to stuff, but mediocrity it. yeah
0: resistance is futile. and also she
1: gets a boyfriend or something i don't know kind of
0: the much older boyfriend I Yeah,
2: feel like, <laughs> i feel like she only did it because she didn't want her mom to die like she didn't really so it's
0: completely selfish yeah well it's like a and selfish like one of those
1: <laughs> It's like it's like the the <laughs> parallel of a deathbed conversion, right? Like, shit, I don't want to go kinda, to hell. Right?
2: Like, mm-hmm. I mean, we had a conversation earlier about Tony Stark in MCU. First movie, we went to that Middle Eastern area, and he saved all those people from the tank. Was that that conversation
1: tables? about how Malik hates people?
2: Oh, yeah, that one, too.
0: Yeah, he's uh, a,
1: totally asleep now. <laughs> I don't think we got that on the mic, though. I know, right? Did we? Oh, God, no. I don't know. No, but I wanted to mention it on Mike. Just to him later. <laughs> Sorry, he's working nights now. It's
2: okay though. We'll, we'll talk about him. Ooh, Isaac, put your dick on him and see if he can get up.
1: Now he's got
0: to breathe somehow. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. Um, what, what would you guys give her a, a rating for this? For
3: yeah,
2: like where a, you at? I give about a three and a half, four. Yeah, out of five.
1: Okay. Yeah, I could draw before starts on this one. It's good. I think I'm there too. Like, I think I liked it it's better a vibe. the first time I saw it. Yeah, but this I was is also like, like 90s lo-fi, yeah. if that was
0: a
2: thing. <laughs> Yeah, like the CGI, if it was made now, I think it would look a lot better. Oh, like yeah. Overall, the whole thing, I understood that everything was a metaphor
1: for her relationship with her mom and well, how he, she feels. What rating would you give this movie? Just throw uh, out a star rating so that you can go back to sleep.
3: Yeah, dude. Um, <laughs> square goes in the circle hole. I liked all the symbolism in this movie. It's really creative and imaginative. i give it like a, probably like a four, four and a half. All right. So we're all
1: setting, settling in the, a general yeah. Range here. Yeah, somewhere feel. around there. Again,
0: know what you're getting into with this. Yeah. If you just want to watch
1: Nobody a bonkers is. movie, this is great. Nobody's watching something called Mirror Mask because they're yeah. expecting like <laughs> right. a mindless action movie. But I mean,
0: if they're expecting like Muppets Take Manhattan, it is not that.
2: Well, I would say I was disappointed. When you see something that says Jim Henson production, you're thinking there's going to
1: be a lot of puppets or something. A lot of puppets, yeah. But no. I mean, too- a lot of the CGI creatures were
3: very Jim Henson puppet style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're see they're very dark crystal. Yeah. Oh, let little see. Little. little- <laughs> yeah, but they'd have to shove their hands in a lot of cat anuses for that to work in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> That like that's
0: gonna Friday be on the night. t-shirts right there um Uh-oh. also speaking of dark crystal um there are no black people in this at all like no no brown people <laughs> not, not, not even <laughs> i think I there's mean, one voice actor it's a
1: british circus wow.
0: still <laughs> like wow. i expected wow. someone
2: why would you expect there being black people i
3: don't know movie? it's just or anyone from wait any, a minute no there's no black people in this, movie. this is beside the point do you see any in the other movie no, no. Mr. Nobody. I didn't either. So we'll get there nope. eventually, nope. but oh, it's also, no. there's it's an Asian also, lady. An Asian, one Asian yeah. lady. Okay, I ain't worried about there's her. There's one
2: Asian
1: lady, but she got screwed. This yeah, that oh poor lady. My God. I ain't we'll worried about there. her. She got the short end of the stick. She was stage. extra hot. That dude fucked so up. Yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, though, look at him though. Based on how he
1: looks, hang on. Looks we gotta finish people, the episode. Eh. <laughs> so we can get back we'll definitely night. have that conversation yeah. No. yeah
0: but yeah i'm glad we finally got to this because again i was gonna force you guys to yeah.
1: watch this if he didn't. i'm sure jasmine has it on a list too
0: oh yeah absolutely
1: i literally never
2: heard this movie till you said about
1: <laughs> yeah or the other one either
0: so yeah I, I don't know anything else you want to say about this or no good? i feel like we got it
2: all right yeah, cool think movies that make you think aren't bad and like i said about as much as I say I like this one, you're gonna hear different about the other one we talked about.
0: <laughs> yeah. Mr. Nobody is rough. Um yeah, I mean,
2: because this one, there. like I said, it's mind-bending and trippy and stuff, but you know you're in a dream. So you understand that stuff is gonna be trippy and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, Which is okay. So you're trying to think about the deeper meaning of yeah. what's going on.
0: This one is like a soft focus on everything, yeah. like you realize that everything's fuzzy anyways. The other one's like hard focus just in chaotic direction. i was just trying to figure guns. out what
1: was going on for 99% of the I mean, same. part of the point of that is that so is the main character. but yeah exactly we'll save that for the next thing indeed yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right guys join us next time for something yeah probably mr nobody which we referenced here a bunch without actually saying so yeah mr nobody yep all right right,
3: bye everybody bye
0: BS Reactor is recorded in a Midwestern college town that lives six hours behind the UK. All voices, music, and mixing are put together by us. All rights reserved. If you have any comments, questions, or you want to tell us about your most artistic stress dreams, contact the show on social media, SoundCloud, or our website, b.sreactor.com. This episode is not brought to you by Jim Davis a Midwesterner who bucked trends by not selling Garfield to Disney. And thanks for listening. We appreciate you.